Welcome to day 78 of Shaped by the Word. We're in our third season, uh, The Story of the Prophets. I'm Paul Kemp here with Katie Kresge, David Keefe, and Matt Kresge. As we continue reading through Isaiah, uh, we'll pick up in the middle of Isaiah chapter 32. And uh, again, uh, kind of an interesting place where uh, Isaiah just uh, hides the women of Jerusalem for being at ease when there is so much going on uh, around them. And then we're going to end in a nice, interesting historical interlude where uh, mostly when we move through Isaiah, you have the, the beautiful poetry and the oracles and the uh, judgment you know, that it's coming from, and the rhythm of it is really stark. Uh, but we'll actually have a, a little bit of narrative you know, toward the end of the weekend. We're going to leave you hanging right in the middle until next Monday. So we start a really intriguing story and leave you with a cliffhanger for the next week. So as we have, and dive into Isaiah, and of course we've observed as we've read the prophets, you know that their concern is the people of Israel, even though they uh, are worshiping, or the people of Judah, Isaiah's concern, even though they are regularly going to the temple and regularly offering sacrifices, their hearts are as far from God as it could possibly be. And, and not only are they doing that, but they're you know, kind of in their own backyards or on every high hill under every spreading tree also, you know, worshiping, you know, the native gods or the local gods and the local deities uh, as well. And they are neglecting, even though they're prosperous, they're neglecting those who are not prosperous among them. So there's a call for justice, a call for sincerity, and a call for true worship as we move through it. So as we begin um, on the middle of Isaiah 32, or verse 9 of Isaiah 32, let's do as we always do, offer this time and this moment uh, to the Lord. Uh, Matt, do you mind lifting us up with a word of prayer? Let's pray. Father, we do thank you for this time together, and thank you for the the reminder that you are are God. And, And so, Father, as we slow down and, and hear your word uh, read aloud as we think about the truths revealed to us in your word. Father, would you edify us and build us up? Would you convict us where we need conviction and comfort us where we need comfort? Uh, Father, we thank you that you are the one who is all-knowing and the one who um, knows how to care for us as well. And so, Father, meet us where we are. Uh, be with us. We need you. It's in Christ's name we pray. It's a really great prayer, Matt. Are you more in need of conviction or comfort today? (laughs) And we actually are moving into a comforting, really comforting portion of of Isaiah as we increasingly have the vision, uh, you know, of God reigning as King over His people. We start in on a different note, however, in verse nine, chapter thirty-two. You women who are so complacent, rise up and listen to me. You daughters who feel secure, hear what I have to say. In little more than a year, you will feel secure and tremble, and the grape harvest will fail, and the harvest of the fruit will not come. Tremble, you complacent women. Shudder, you daughters who feel secure. Strip off your fine clothes and wrap yourselves in rags. Beat your breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vines, and for the land of my people, a land overgrown with thorns and briars. Yes, mourn for all the houses of merriment, and for this city of reverie. The fortresses will be abandoned, noisy and deserted, citadel, watchtowers will become a wasteland forever, the delight of donkeys, a pasture for flocks, till the Spirit is poured out on us from on high, and the desert becomes a fertile field, and the fertile field seems like a forest. The Lord's justice will dwell in the desert, His righteousness live in the fertile field. The fruit of that righteousness will be peace, its effect will be quietness and confidence forever. My people will live in peaceful dwelling places and secure homes and undisturbed places of rest. The hail flattens the forest and the city is leveled completely. How blessed you will be. 
sowing your seed by every stream and letting your cattle and your donkeys range free. So we have, as we always have, you know, in the prophets, uh, you know, kind of a tapestry that's woven together of both, you know, judgment and consolation, or as uh, Matt was praying a while ago, comfort and conviction mm-hmm. in, in the middle of it. And in the warning for the women, you know, here in, in verse, you know, chapter 11, he, he warned them for their extravagance, you know, for the singing of songs and for exploiting their servants and exploiting the poor. Here he just, you know, warns them about complacency, which is a really interesting, you know, kind of concept for us to think about that this is really when we're at our worst not when we're we're evil but when we're indifferent and so they are indifferent to all of the warnings you know that the lord is giving them they're just kind of enjoying their comfort and their assumption is hey it's great now it's always going to be great and uh, there is a looming threat uh, you know to all of their comfort and he speaks to their security right he says you you who feel that you're secure, you're going to tremble. And it just makes me think about um, just in our complacency feeling that that is brought about by this feeling of, okay, I'm secure. Nothing's going to come and harm me. Um, And when in fact there's security and often ours is found in what they have built up for themselves. Um, It's a false sense of security when compared to (laughs) a powerful God um, who can end that very quickly if he wants. Um, so I, it definitely points me towards just like my, it helps me to look inward um, at the things that I'm finding security in. Um, where am I finding my security? Uh, it's usually in um, a locked home. I mean, as far as that kind of security goes, a locked home. Um, it's in our things. It's in um, the love of my family and you know what's in our savings like in our savings account so how, how much is that what, what, what exactly <laughs> Don't is ask in me. your savings you know right now Not yeah to feel secure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah i i um and and what that reminds me to do is just look look to him he is a powerful and sovereign god and he can he can rid me of any of those things in a in the blink of an eye and but He's a, also a loving and good God. Yeah. And so to put my trust and my hope and security in Him. Well, yeah, circumstances can overtake us in any moment. You know, the stock market rises and it falls. And obviously, you know, the families that are, you know, so dear to us can be, you know, touched by, you know, disease or, uh, you know, tragedy. Uh, so there are a lot of things, you know, that can kind of enter our lives. And, and we really do get our comfort, uh, you know, Katie, from, you know, controlling the things that mm-hmm. we can control. And when everything's well-ordered in a nice place, you know, we feel comfortable, we feel happy, we feel secure. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are, you know, common graces that are given to us by our God. They're good gifts, you know, from His hands. And for us to find security in relationship is, is good. And then, you know, and in, you know, diligence, you know, with our you know, finances is good. But and that often for us, uh, it becomes bigger than, the even more secure mm-hmm. security <laughs> being redundant there that we have in the Lord. So our our you know good gifts from the Lord become bigger or become a greater source for us than He is Himself, mm-hmm. and, and that's the real challenge to uh, look to Him even in times of security, mm-hmm. times of calamity we we we, we rush to Him, mm-hmm. in times of security we we often forget Him, 
mm-hmm. and that's what uh, you know. That's what uh, Moses warned you know the children of Israel that coming in to Deuteronomy when you uh, build these houses and when you build these vineyards and when you enjoy the fruit, you know that the Lord, you know, desires to bless it with you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. He is the one who's giving you the power to accomplish all of this. And that's exactly what's happening here is they are forgetting the Lord their God. Mm-hmm. And, and complacency is, is, is really, you know, going through the motions. If we go all the way back to Isaiah chapter 1, they're still running in and out of the temple. They're still, you know, uh, putting on their best clothes and going to church every week and, uh, you know, and having brunch afterwards and doing all of those cool things. And so if they're evaluating their involvement in religious things, they're going to give themselves an A+. Plus. If you look at their heart, God's giving them a failing grade. Well, that's the the issue, right? Is in Isaiah indicts them. You know, these people worship me with their their lips, but their right. hearts are far from me. Right. You know, and, and in their complacency, rather than looking inward and seeing their own sin, rather than seeing the sin and injustice abounding, and 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 having a concern or a movement towards repentance, they're just complacent with where they are. And hey, we got a fruitful vine, and he said, mm-hmm. you're yeah. missing the thorns and the briars, and and destruction's coming. You know, but th- there is that comfort on the other side too, until the spirits poured out from us on high you know but the move here i mean you know he indicts him on is you're not acting as the people of god you don't have the concerns of god instead you're content in in how you're living and and if you saw you know uh, if you saw who god was and what god desires the complacency would be far from you so we probably aren't supposed to think that the men are like super thriving right now you know and it's just (laughs) this problem that that the women are experiencing. Well, no, the, you know, there's kind of an interesting thing, yeah. you know, there we talked about, uh, you know, uh, on Sunday, we talked about, you know, complementarianism, you know, how, you know, God has, has created, you know, men and women with some very real differences in order to complete and uh, bring in, you know, a whole, you know, sense of wholeness, you know, to the family and as an expression of Christ in the church. So in, in this particular place, you know, it, it is the men who are in power and it is the men who are causing this calamity. You know, there are attitudes that are pervasive, but he, he's looking at their wives and he said, but you're, you're letting that happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, you are, you know, you, you should be together on this. Yeah. You should be a, a, a sounding, not just enjoying, you know, the fruits of their ill gains, but you, you should be a sounding voice as well. So that's, so there is, you know, kind of this picture of, mm-hmm. you know, Mm-hmm. complementarian it's an indictment on both right that yeah the the leaders continued yeah. in their injustice yeah. and their wickedness and the wives are right along with yeah. them and largely largely on the men but, but the ladies are mm-hmm. you know complacent and in uh, of course we can't miss the latter part of that you know and you know that whole idea of flourishing being a work of god's spirit mm-hmm. as it's poured out and, and of course, we're really opening. Uh, we've, we've said as we tell the story of the prophets, you're building a huge bridge between the promises of God in the Old Testament and their fulfillment in the person of Christ, you know, which we get to enjoy, you know, deeply. So you have the picture and creation of the Spirit of God hovering over the mm-hmm. face of the deep as God forms it and makes a place, you know, where we can know Him and worship Him and enjoy you know walking with him in the cool of the day as an image you know that's so beautifully used there uh but here you have the spirit hovering over new creation and restoring it and, and of course that's a picture of mm-hmm. the spirit in us restoring and renewing as the first fruits of the new creation mm-hmm. as well so and I keep an eye on the spirit in isaiah from here on out it's mm-hmm. going to be a, a big key to understanding you know, the passage mm-hmm. 
And it's cool as well to see, you know, Isaiah, and we talk about it sometimes, but he has that kind of prophetic voice towards the culture here where he's he's speaking truth to them, but he's also speaking grace to them. And, and there is that balance of that as he speaks to them. He's not afraid to confront them and then call them complacent, but then he's calling them to something greater and something better, not a security and and a peace found in, in the things of this world, but a security and a peace mm-hmm. found in what God provides. And so just as Isaiah, I mean, that's an important thing to see as well, that as leaders who he's trying to be a leader here, but to a people who won't hear, won't listen, won't mm-hmm. see, he still is calling them, you know, in those uncomfortable ways, but towards a grace and a peace yeah. found in someone better. Mm-hmm. And that still needs to happen today. No, there's uh, the... Uh, there's the uh, warning and, and also the vision of God's desire and God's hope. And of course, last week we read the passage where he, he stands up to extend grace to you. And you see God's desire and God's heart and ultimately what you know God is preparing us for and is, and, and is leading us to. And so as part of you know, Matt's prayer in the beginning, anytime we truly encounter Scripture, it, it, it will both comfort and convict. It will both, both undo us and then uh, redo us mm-hmm. or rebuild us up mm-hmm. or be that work of new creation by the Spirit in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kitty, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Father, thank you for these words. Um, thank you for these wonderful reminders. Um, thank you that you do comfort us and um, convict us and all at once. Um, you are such a good God. We are so grateful for you and what the ways that you've chosen to reveal yourself to us. Be with us as we go about our days. Would we find our security in you and you alone? It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen.